Spooksters. If you hadn't guessed already, today we're talking about Halloween. This wonderful time filled with sweets and scares. Scares sounds so much better. It's kind of fun. I enjoy it. And I think I'm going to be trick-or-treating for a long time. Mm. Not just because of the sweets, but like just the vibe. Because it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. And like can just mess around for an evening and not get told off really badly. Continue trick-or-treating until people will physically not hand me sweets because I'm too old. <laughs> yes. And then I'm going to drag around my nephews and nieces or to get you sweets for you. Or friends' children because I won't, I refuse to stop doing this. Sounds like a good plan. Mm. Man, it's a shame that we can't go trick-or-treating this year because of COVID and everything. Yeah, I was hoping it would be done by now, but... It's kind of annoying because London's also gone back into lockdown. Mm. It's got worse up in the north. That's not great. Halloween at the night time can get a bit dodgy sometimes, though. I mean, you're literally have a bunch of children running around knocking on random strangers' houses and asking for sugar. And asking, hey, hello random stranger, can you give me something please? Preferably that is tasty. <laughs> and yeah. and anything could happen with that. Yeah. Do you remember that time when we were trick-or-treating? You might not have been there. And one of the people were tricking trick-or-treating with disappeared oh gosh yeah and there were like police looking for them and like everyone was just searching for them and it turned out they were just with a old school friend yeah wait isn't didn't they um what me going around and they saw and they were a bit behind and they saw another group that looked almost exactly like us so they tagged along with that group and then they realised that that group wasn't the people who they... wasn't us. And and then something, something happened. I can't remember the exact story. And then they round up with another old school friend who come back from, like, the other side of the world just in time. Yeah. That's... Yeah, dodgy things can happen like that. Hmm. <sighs> yeah, it must be the perfect opportunity for someone who's... Sketchy. Sketchy. Um, because, yeah, like you said, loads of kids running around in the dark with usually only a few adults for supervision. It's basically asking for disaster. Mm. It'd be interesting to see some statistics, actually, on, like... I wonder how many kids get kidnapped on Halloween. Quite a few, I'd imagine. Anyway, this is the positive section. Positives, we're not talking about child kidnappings. Um, that's for a different section. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it is really fun though, mm-hmm. and at the end I always count up all my sweets, have a battle with um my friends to see who got the most sweets. Mm. Um. Or you know when you're at a um, Halloween party and everyone's leaving, everyone's kind of settling down, waiting for the parents to arrive, and you just kind of sit in the living room or sitting room or wherever just trading your sweets f- with other people yeah. for ones that you like more or if you've got if you're vegetarian and got a bunch of haribos for some reason uh start trading those in it's fun before we get into the negatives we've got a brand new special annual segment where we're going to be reading a horror story before we start i just want to give a content warning it's not graphic, but this story does reference uh, murder. Content highs, not spies. <laughs> I bought a new house in the small town of Winthrop. The house was cheap, but most importantly was that I needed to get away from the city. A few months ago, I had a run in with a stalker. While I had managed to get him arrested, I couldn't shake the feeling of just of eyes just constantly watching me. I felt like there were eyes everywhere, at home and on the street. So I decided to move out to the country, to somewhere with less people, just for peace of mind. The house itself was big and somewhat old, but otherwise very welcoming. The agent who introduced me to the house had been required to mention that a serial killer had lived there in the past, which was why the house was so cheap. However, he, and later my next door neighbor Sarah, both told me to pay the thought no mind. Four other owners had lived here since then, and all of them were very happy with it. I love the house. Its interior furnishings are beautiful and very comfortable. The people of Winthrop were friendly, often bringing over freshly baked pastries or inviting me over for dinner. Get-togethers, they said. We're the key to making sure everyone who lived in Winthrop loved it here. Yet, after a week, I stopped loving it. The feeling of someone watching returned worse than before. I tried to ignore it, but I soon started losing sleep. Giant bags grew under my eyes, and I began yawning almost as much as I breathed. Sarah was kind enough to let me stay in her house for a few nights, and it was during this time that I heard the legend of Forrest Carter, the serial killer who had lived in my house. Well, no one knows his exact killed how. Carter, also known as the Winthrop Peacock, was a man with extreme severe case of narcissism. Legends say that he couldn't fall asleep if he didn't feel like he was being watched. He was finally arrested for putting up a scarecrow to watch him during the night, only it wasn't a scarecrow. Carter had murdered a 17-year-old girl just so her corpse could stare at him. The story gave me shivers, and after I went home I felt like there were hundreds of pairs of eyes just watching me no matter how I turned. Today, however, was the first day that I acted out. I was cooking breakfast when I felt the eyes. Instinctively, out of fear, I threw my kitchen knife, which lodged itself into the bin. As I pulled it out, I found myself staring at a pair of eyes, pickling in formaldehyde. I've been watching the police peel away at the dry hole of my house for hours now. So far, they've found 142 pairs of eyes in little glass jars. The scariest thing is, each and every one 
was staring at me. Well, that was spooky. Mm. Spent a while finding that one, but I think it was worth it. Yeah, it was. Okay. Definitely. Now on to the negatives. Wonderful, wonderful negatives. There are a lot of things that could go on on Halloween. There are so many things that could go wrong on Halloween. Like, get rid of that car. What idiot decided how Halloween should... I know, let's dress a bunch of kids up and send them out to walk around the streets. In the dark. In the dark. And um, be okay with people dressed up in masks. Yeah. Like dodgy masks for a night. <laughs> mm. Literally asking for kidnapping. Yeah. Not kidnapping, getting... And so, so many accidents. And fights. Hmm. Yeah, Halloween is just a dodgy time. Mm. Like, even when I'm, like, 14, I'm still gonna <laughs> go out with my parents on Halloween, my little sister, or at least some of my friends, so I don't just get mm. mugged. Mm. Mugged, or killed, or kidnapped. Mm. Also jack-o'-lanterns. Whole yeah. huge fire hazards. There's a whole, like, troop of small children running up to a front door in extremely flammable clothing in extremely flammable clothing and inside <laughs> inside of this pumpkin there's a candle the pumpkin gets knocked over the pumpkin gets set on fire the pumpkin sets the kids clothing on fire the kid sets the other kids clothing on fire you got a huge and then you literally have a troop of kids going to hospital <laughs> with third degree burns on Halloween. Burning children. <laughs> that could be. They could make a film out of that. Looks that it could you could make it a comedy. You could make it a comedy. With how stupid it is. <laughs> I'm sorry if anybody who's listening's children or this happened to them. We're just laughing about the highly improbable here. Mm. What are the odds that that has actually happened to you? I doubt you'd get a whole troop of children dying, but there's got to be at least a few people in the world who have either been killed or severely injured from jack-o'-lanterns and flammable costumes. Not to mention houses. Yeah. Like... I doubt, actually, I doubt any houses have burned down. But they could. They could. I mean, okay, there might have... But from a jack-o'-lantern? Possibly. I don't know. Would... That's quite extreme. Like, it's... Come on, someone has been mauled to death by a bear that got out... Okay. I don't actually know. But if people have been mauled to death by bears just on the street on their way to work, someone's house could have burnt down from a goddamn jack lantern. I guess. If you can win the lottery, you can burn your house down with a jack lantern. Okay. That's that, there's a probability, but I don't know if it's happened. It's a slow, low, low, low probability. But it's it's a damn probability. Okay. 
I'll give you that one. It's possible. I've established. I think. I think we've established everything we could, that could possibly go wrong in Halloween. I mean, there's so much stuff that could happen whenever, but specific to Halloween, I think we got it all. Yeah. But not just dodgy stuff like. Getting sick off loads of sweets isn't exactly fun. It's fun to eat them all, but... Mm, but it's not fun after you eat it. Mm. Yeah. Do you remember that time we had to, like, drag Orlando oh, God, on the street? Because yeah. he got... He was eating all of his Twizzlers in the garden. He was acting drunk. No one can tell me that he wasn't drunk. He was laughing his head off, and we had to physically drag him across a field because he kept on... Because he couldn't stand anymore. That boy was drunk. Sugar drunk. Sugar drunk. Um, um, Halloween's pretty crazy. Mm. Should we leave it there then? Okay. Well, thanks for tuning in to Positive Negative. Um, we hope to see you again next week. We hope to see you again next week. I'm certain we had an exit thing for this. Ah, oh, never mind, let's just wing it. Yeah, okay. See ya. Say bye. Bye. Bye.